Hello Sagittarius, welcome to your Aries season month ahead audio horoscope. This is Renee, I am the astrologer and host here at the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Um, just a reminder that whenever you're working with astrology or particularly with astrologers like me, um, to remember that we're human beings and that we do not have the uh, vocabulary or experience that would allow us to describe everybody's uh, inner reality. And what I'm offering here is general and it's a suggestion. So take what works and leave the rest and follow your intuition, associate freely and make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Okay, Aries is a fire sign just like you. <laughs> and I think that Aries season might feel like a big breath of relief depending on what kind of Sagittarius you are. If you have a lot of water in your chart, then this last month of Pisces season may not have felt so overwhelming. But if you are a fiery being, then the last month in Pisces season um, probably felt like a slog. And as we get into Aries season, there is some really dynamic and potentially pretty fun feeling energy that's coming into your chart. Aries rules a part of your chart called the solar fifth house. And this is the most fun place in the chart. It's literally where we find your passion, your pleasure, your creativity, and your joy. It's also where we find your relationship with children and the child energy. Um, so Aries season is an incredible time to tune in with your inner child, to be playful, to be silly, to lose track of time doing something that you love. Uh, this is a romantic space in the chart. This could be a really fun time for connecting with romantic friends or being romantic with yourself. And this is an awesome influence to boost your creative energy. If you have creative projects that you're working on um, and, and you know, those when I say creativity, I don't mean um, anything in specific. So anything that feels tantalizing and interesting and fun for you, this is a time that hopefully you get some boost and support for that. Okay, so as we move into Aries season, the first week, week and a half of Aries season, there's a rush, a flood of new energy coming in. And it's coming into this part of your chart that is about you enjoying yourself, connecting with the childlike energy in yourself. And for some people, this is definitely going to include children, you know, how you connect with your kids. If you're a person who's wanting to have kids um, or who's around kids, if you're an educator or, um, you know, childcare worker or something like that, then child energy could, could definitely get boosted um, during this particular period of time. Uh, a couple things that I want to say about this. What's coming up in Aries season is interesting because we're getting a lot of energy to express ourselves. And especially for Sagittarius, there's a lot of self-expression energy. There's a kind of courageous and energizing quality that Aries brings in. But there's also some stuff that's getting worked through. There are some pain spots and there are experiences I think that people are having that have to do with where they aren't themselves. And for you, this would definitely probably have to do with maybe where you felt creatively blocked or where you felt like you can't express or you felt like you can't just play and enjoy yourself. Um, if you want children and you haven't been able to have them, there might be 
a lot of pain in that, or you might have kids and they might drive you nuts a lot of the time, you know? And so figuring out your relationship with your children could have some kind of, of tension to it right now. And these kinds of experiences, like when you're working with, um, I would say the, the pain of being a self, like how do you self-actualize? How do you be yourself in relationship? How do you do the thing that you want to do? These kinds of experiences are growing experiences and they are learning experiences. And over the course of Aries season, and <laughs> definitely longer than that because there are some influences that are um, infusing the Aries energy um, until 2026, so <laughs> you've got a couple years at least. Um, you know, any experiences that are coming in where it's like you get rubbed in a certain way and it brings up a ouch, like, uh, it's, you know, for example, if you're trying to figure out a creative project and then you're feeling insecure or you're confronting failure or something like that, or nobody's paying attention and it feels like it's never going to go anywhere. Those kinds of experiences right now are learning opportunities. They're growth opportunities. And there is some lessons coming in for Sagittarius that I think have a lot to do with courage and opening your heart and trusting other people and communicating with other people and letting other people in. Now, the fire signs in general, it's, it's not that they're not relational. All the signs are relational to some extent, but the fire signs are quite self-involved. Sagittarius, Aries, Leo, these are the energies that bring us into ourselves and everybody has all of the signs in their chart. And so if you're a fire identified person, if you're a Sagittarius person, then you are working with the um, archetypal energy that is about self-growth and that is really asking the question, why am I here? I have a purpose, what is it? This is what Sagittarius needs to know. And so Aries in your chart is holding a place of self-expression. How do you come into the world with your wisdom, with your questions, with your desire for growth? The ways that you find to entertain yourself and what you find to be enjoyable might actually be somewhat solo. You know, or historically, it could be that it's like what whatever it is where you are able to lose track of time and space and really be in, in your own flow is when you're by yourself and doing your own thing. And so there may be pain patterns um, around how do you relate with others in this space of self-actualization, of self-growth, of your own pleasure, uh, etc. And this year, Aries season in 2021, is incredibly relational for you. It is really asking you to let other people in. It is asking you to communicate, to share information, to um, invite people to play with you, to share the, the, the projects in, in whatever way. Now, as we get into uh, Aries season, again, the um, first several days, there's this kind of rush of new energy. And something is happening on the 25th, which is a Venus-Sun connection. And this is an important point in the Venus cycle where the energy of, of the cycle moves from an internal energy to an external energy. So I want you to think back to last June of 2020. This is when the cycle began. 
What were you focusing on in your relationships last June? How were you thinking about yourself as a person who relates in the world? What was occurring for you? What was arising for you in the realms of partnership, collaboration, um, just, you know, being a person in the world <laughs> full of other people? Like, how do you get along with them? In the last nine months, you've been going through something. You've been learning something about being in partnership, being in relationship, being a person in the world, in a world that's full of other people, communicating, asking for what you want and need, coming into agreement, figuring out how you uh, find compromise or find balance. or there, There's something that you're doing that is has been bringing you into a more internal space, I think in a lot of ways, where you're trying new things. Now, as we get into the second half of this cycle, which commences on March 25th, the next nine months, um, have you expressing yourself in different ways? And I want to encourage you here to trust your own expression, but also to be very conscious of it. And especially for Sagittarius, um, it's important that you perceive your impact on the world and that you perceive how it is that you express your own energy. And there might be particular pain patterns that have to do with your personal expression. Um, Sagittarius in general tends to be a passionate uh, and opinionated kind of expression. And there can be a lot of vigor and vitality in what it is that you're expressing. But, and you may have experienced this, you can also turn people off. Um, so this is what I'm talking about. Like pay attention to how you express yourself and any ways that you might be expressing yourself that are actually divisive, that are separating, where you might be expressing yourself with a kind of warrior-ness or aggressiveness that to you could feel passionate, uh, but to another person could feel assaulting. Now you could get into that, you could, you could grab onto those words and get into an argument with me right now about them, potentially, but I want to encourage you to like take them in and to try and feel it out for yourself because over the next nine months, um, you are being called to mature and evolve your personal expression. And how you mature and evolve your personal expression depends a lot on the feedback that you can take from other people and on how much awareness you have of their maybe not direct feedback. Do you, are you tuned in energetically when you're talking to people? Like, can you feel through your body how they're responding to you? And if you're communicating and you sense that someone is getting shut down, does that piss you off? Does that make you want to express yourself even more strongly? Does that shut you down? Does that make you mistrust them or want to go away? Can it lead you into a place of curiosity? You know, can it lead you into a place where you can soften in your own self and connect maybe with some curiosity? Like, hey, what's going on for you over there? I felt you go away a little bit. Then we have space for relationship. Who knows why that person is shutting down? Maybe they had an experience yesterday and the thing that you said just triggered a memory for them and it's freaking them out, right? It might not have anything to do necessarily with you. You could read it like that. And then 
you, then you'd be operating on a false premise, right? So something is happening right now that really wants to help you mature and evolve the way you express yourself in relationship. Now, this is going to be a big theme at the new moon, excuse me, at the full moon and the new moon, actually, um, in Aries season. So let's start with the full moon. That comes first, March 28th. We have a full moon in Libra. This is a full moon that really emphasizes all the relational spaces in your chart with a focal point on your personal expression. Now, this is a full moon that might have a lot of you thinking about your long-term projects or plans, or it might have you engaging in the outer world with a group, with an organization, or with friends in a particular way. The feeling of this full moon is an expansive full moon. It wants to bring you into some kind of future-oriented space. It's full of ideas. If you're working on creative projects, this is an amazing time for you to be thinking about how you're gonna bring these projects out into the world, what it is that you are intending, the audiences that you wanna bring in, how you want people to participate, what you want the impact to be, etc. This is also a full moon that can really highlight these issues of self-expression. I really want to encourage you to try and be very present with yourself throughout the course of Aries season and especially when you are expressing yourself. Expression can happen in all kinds of ways. It doesn't have to be verbal. It really begins with your own energy. So when you're relating with other people, what is your energy expressing? My number one piece of advice for all of us in Aries season is to tune in with our central core bodies. All of the fire sign energy brings us into our central channel. Uh, Sagittarius is a central force. Leo is a central force. Aries is a central force. So if you can tune in with your central channel, your central body, um, this is kind of the inner body space at the center of your head, through the center of your throat, into your heart, through your belly, into your pelvis, all the way down into the ground. If you can like imagine that space and tune in energetically with that space, a lot of times uh, you can find a ton of information there. And so what I would suggest is throughout this month, making some kind of, of practice and ritual around this tuning in to your central body. And if you notice any of the following sensations, pay attention. Okay, hastiness or urgency, the feeling of like something needs to happen fast or something big needs to happen, or it's kind of like a jumping out of your own being any kind of argument, any kind of feeling that you need to protect or defend, any walling off or stealing yourself or feeling like a, a hardening, fortifying, um, kind of dividing energy. Um, insecurity, weakness, feeling like uh, th there's a, a kind of like... Mm, what, I'm not finding the word that I want, but like when you tune in with your central body, if you find anxiety, if you find a sense of uh, deficiency or weakness or things like that, really pay attention to these kinds of feelings. The only thing you need to do if you find these kinds of sensations is hold them in your awareness and try and bring breath and consciousness to them and focus on 
continuity through your central channel. Okay, so there is continuity between your head, your heart, your pelvis, the ground underneath you, the sky above you. If you feel your energy being pulled out in other directions, um, and I think that this can happen a lot with, with both hastiness and urgency and insecurity, where it's like we're being pulled out into some kind of external situation or conflict. If you feel these kinds of things come up, really important to come back into yourself, to really feel your central organization. And it can help you make clear choices and it can help you um, organize the way that you're expressing yourself so that you get what you want from your relationships. Because you want something from people right now. You wanna communicate, you wanna share things, you want people to collaborate with you. You've got some kind of vision that you're working on, some kind of future that you're working towards. You need people for whatever your goal is, for whatever your aim is. And so you wanna make sure that the energy that you're putting out to others is energy that is um, centered where you are in yourself. Because when you are in yourself in a really true way, that means that you're receptive and that you're relational and that we can trust you and that we're excited to help you. If you're outside of yourself, if you're trying to manipulate people around you or convince them, or if you're lost in your own insecurity, we don't know where you are. We can't trust you. We don't know what's going on, okay? So the couple days after the full moon, um, really until the first few days of April, I just wanna give people a heads up. It's kind of a weird energy those few days. It could feel like a hangover a little bit. It could feel like, there's just a lot coming up or, you know, the full moon is um, definitely kind of a catalyst energy and I think it's going to push something through <laughs> some kind of portal, but there might, there might be some kind of hangover, like energetic hangover afterwards. And there's nothing you need to figure out during this time. It is a really good time just to rest and to let things be and to not worry too much about them. Um, as we move into April, there is more and more uh, forward moving energy. There's more and more of a kind of clarity, I think, for a lot of folks in terms of what they want and need and what they're trying to do uh, with whatever it is that they're trying to do, do things um, in whatever realms of life. Uh, this is bringing us into the new moon. Um, the new moon occurs on April 11th, and this is a new moon in Aries. Now, this is a new moon that is, again, so focused on your self-expression, so focused on your creative energy, so focused on your joy, your enthusiasm, your vitality. And yeah, we want you to feel energized by this new moon and you feel energized when you are supported at this new moon. For those of you who are not experiencing support or the kinds of support that you want, this new moon may be challenging. It may bring up feelings of isolation and loneliness. It may bring up um, a, a, like anger or hostility. Um, if that's your experience right now, I, I wanna encourage you to relate with yourself and to give yourself attention and to try and have a good time. This is definitely a time when you can benefit from any ritual work uh, that honors your inner child and that honors your playful, creative, and erotic spirit, your romantic spirit. 
your erotic, playful, romantic spirit doesn't need other people in order to have a good time. You can have a good time with yourself, but you need to organize and curate your experience uh, in order to do that. Now, if you can relate with people at this time and it's feeling good, then this is a time when you want to be relating. There are conversations that want to happen. There are collaborations that are trying to get going. And it's definitely a time when we want you to be feeling empowered and in a space where you feel like you can take leadership, but you are not the only leader. And that is essential. It is absolutely essential right now that you are letting other people in, that you are working in some kind of um, non-hierarchy. <laughs> we, we don't need you to have the best and the biggest opinion right now. We don't need you to be taking center stage. We need you to be strong and empowered in your knowing and a true strength and empowerment is relational. It doesn't need to take up all the space. It doesn't need to assert itself all the time, but it also can be there with what it has to offer. Playfulness, right? We want playfulness for you right now. And playfulness, um, if, as with, if other people are there, means that you're playing with them, you know, uh, not directing them. Okay, getting into April. Um, in the last couple of days of Aries season, we're finishing up another planetary cycle. This is a sun mercury cycle that uh, began in January. So if you think back to January of this year, you may have been restructuring, reworking some important communication habits and styles. There may be something that you're trying to figure out specifically with your um, kind of immediate environment and how you are managing your own energy and your attention and dealing with all the things that you need to deal with. It feels like there's a lot that's calling for your attention right now and you need some time to be more creative and to be kind of like, like not so focused and directive. Um, I think you've been trying to figure something out about your energy and time and attention management. And by the end of April, you are figuring something out. I think you're recognizing uh, something that you need in terms of caring for your own energy and your own output and caring for your health and your well-being on a day-to-day. Um, so just pay attention to what's coming up for you and what you're noticing. And when you get intuitive hits like, oh, this is something that I need and this is going to help me show up for my life um, more, you know, more skillfully, more effectively, ask for it. Big, big piece for Sagittarius right now is letting other people in and communicating with them and communicating with them without like a... Um, anticipation of their response. I think a lot of fire signs are quite self-contained and like competent people and don't always, you know, like I said, all the signs are relational, but fire signs are <laughs> the, the least relational or something because they're focused on their self. They're, they're doing their own thing. And so it can be hard for fiery people to ask for what they want and need because a lot of times they know that they can do it and they can probably do it better or something, or that's what they think. And so this is a good time for you, you know, to practice letting other people in, 
letting go of expectations, um, allowing yourself to be surprised and delighted when people do things in totally different ways than you would do them. But look, they work anyway. You know, relaxing a little bit. Um, this is a really good time for that. And it will help you if you if you let other people help you, that will help you deal with the sense of overwhelm that some of you, I think, are feeling in terms of all the things you have to manage right now. Okay, so I hope any or all of that is helpful for you and that you can find pieces that support you throughout Aries season. Again, you want to check in with your horoscopes for your sun and your rising sign. And if you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also find your 2021 year ahead report there. That is an hour and a half long report that details the major influences for 2021. And I give you suggestions for working with the opportunities and the challenges. If you want more embodied astrology in your life, please become an extended content subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount and in exchange for that monthly subscription, quarterly or annual subscription, you get access to my extended content. I offer month ahead calendars and worksheets, different tools for you to learn about astrology as it's happening in relationship to your own chart. You'll also get access to my twice monthly subscriber only meetups. One of those is a workshop where we dive into the month ahead and all that it's bringing. And the second is a workshop space where you bring your questions and we work with your charts. We learn astrology together. You can follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram for regular astro updates. If you enjoy this work, please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you feel compelled, I always appreciate your financial donations. They're very appreciated these days. Um, lots of love to you. I'm wishing you all the best in Aries season and beyond. Bye for now.